Come on, it's Thursday edition, the Bill Michaels Show. I am Bill Michaels. Ben Kenny producing the show today, as always. And uh, if you want to get a hold of the program, it's easy, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You can find us there. Uh, you can find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, or at Ben Z. Kenny. You can uh, get a hold of Ben on Twitter as well. Over on Facebook, go to Facebook fan page, Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, and you can also subscribe over on YouTube. We always love it when you do. Subscribe on YouTube, and uh, you can find us simply by going to youtube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. And uh, you can find us there as well. Good stuff. Ben, how you doing today? I'm okay. I have regrets, if I'm being completely honest. I wish I did Problem. not waste all of my time yesterday watching that golf match, but here we are. W- was that not... Um, was was that not bad? Like, Aaron Rodgers played well. It was cool to watch him and Brady play. But I, I don't get why we don't do this with proper golfers. I um uh, <laughs> I I gotta admit, I was not it, it's it's it was just it was kind of boring, right? Was it was there was nothing there. There was no meat on the bone there. You know what I mean? It was really boring. The best part about it was anything Charles Barkley said was funny. And that was really why I was watching towards the end. Well, right. I mean, Charles was like your entertainment value. And that was it. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I mean, it was cool to see guys, you know, hit a couple of good shots, a couple of good putts, some big chip in, you know. But in the grand scheme of things, it was kind of a bore. Uh, you know, I, I and I'm not being negative to to try to rain on the parade because I wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch it to get something. I was looking for something that we could talk about today, and there's nothing. There's not, what what came out of last night that you could say, "Wow, that was cool." Other than when Brady talked about his family, how he's not Tom Brady. They're not you know Tom's niece or nephew. He was talking about yeah, you're your uncle Brady to such and such. I mean, it was kind of like the humble moment when he was sitting in the golf cart discussing his family and who calls him what in the family. But there, there was nothing, there was no there there. And, and it, maybe that was on purpose. Or maybe it was just four guys that just genuinely enjoyed being out and hanging out together that did not have um, a, a lot to say, I guess, in the world of, juicy gossip or something behind the scenes regarding their team or whatever. But it, it, there was just, it, it was kind of boring. It was just golf and it wasn't great golf. We saw some great moments, which is like we all have on the golf course. And it, we, that was kind of the cool part of it. It was somewhat humbling in that sense to say, look, these are guys that are professional athletes have everything at their fingertips, have more money than God. And they still slice into the other fairway. You know, they do exactly what it is you and I do. And and so I, I kind of felt good about that. Rodgers comes up with clutch putt, gives them the match, you know, uh, on the 12th hole. But beyond that, you know, I mean, and remember the over and under was, what, 10 and a half holes, remember. So yesterday they took the over. They ended up going with the over. Josh Allen, you know, the couple of the ball, the golf balls that Tom Brady had. You know, Josh Allen gave Tom Brady the golf ball that had his his. And we know that was was staged 
because Tom Brady turns around and gives him a golf ball with a Lombardi trophy on it. So we know all that was staged. So was there anything compelling that made you go, wow, I'm glad I watched this? I have one thing. What's that? I think Aaron Rodgers might have played well enough to get interest from the live coming up this month. <laughs> maybe that's where he goes. I mean, he's not at OTAs, uh, right? So nope, I, nope, I get it. Maybe he's talking to Mr. Norman. I, um, I, I, if I took anything away, I thought Brady looked in good shape. Rodgers, if you looked like at his legs, he was muscular. He looked like he's been doing some working out, but he's thicker. And I don't know if he's th- because of the clothes he was wearing. I don't know if he's thicker muscular, if he's thicker because he's taking some time off. His legs look strong, but he looked thicker, thicker and fuller in the face. And he he looks, when you put him up next to Brady, he looks 10 years older than Brady, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. He, he looks 10 years older than Brady. Beyond that, it was, you know, some fun and games. It was tapping of the golf carts together, and there there wasn't there wasn't much to it. Did for those of you listening, did you enjoy the match last night? Did you enjoy the match last night? 877-867-1670. So uh give us a shout. Did you enjoy the match last night? It was it was a nice look into a little bit of personality, but as far as depth and dirt and things that they wanted to discuss no it, they they kept it off the air and that's really what i think the majority of the world was tuning in for i'll tell you how boring it was get up today didn't lead off with it on espn there was none of the did you hear what aaron Rodgers had to say there was none of that it was like eh, aaron Rodgers made a big putt and won the match last night uh, okay I mean, even they couldn't twist something out of nothing into a headline. That's that's how kind of bland it was. So, ultimately, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, they get the win. They walk away, so it was good for them. Last night, a disappointment. Disappointment. The Brewers lose again. A chance in which that road trip could have been so much different. That could have been an eight and two, seven and three type of road, or uh, eight and three type of road trip. It ends up six and five. Now it's it's still you one on the road. Okay, great, but it it to split with the Cubs, that that's not good. I I I'm more disappointed in the Brewers coming home, splitting with the Cubs than I am the fact that we didn't get anything out of the match last night. Disappointed. Now, still, they're two games. They're 12 games over 500, two games ahead of the Cardinals, who got yet another win, have won three straight. And the Cardinals are are starting to pick up some steam. I still don't fear them, but they're they're hanging. But I I... That was a disappoint. If you look at that as anything but a disappointing road trip, you're looking at it through uh, you know the blue and gold glasses. That was a disappointing road trip for the Brewers because they had 
numerous opportunities to win ball games, and they didn't. Even with the adversity of injuries, even with all of that, they they just didn't do it. Clutch hits, some errors, just the little doing the little things that get you wins, they couldn't do, and that's disappointing. 877-867-1670. Hit us up again, 877-867-1670. Uh, if you'd like to give us a shout, do so. Um, this is from uh, Junior. Junior says, there was nothing to watch last night, and I mean nothing. Even the match sucked. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Junior. I appreciate it. Uh, Dunham. Dunham says, I found it interesting just to listen to the guys talk, more so about golf and putting and get into their competitive nature. But you're right, there was no juicy gossip for all of you media leeches to latch onto. That's from Dunham listening to us in Elkhart Lake. Media leeches? Dunham, what do you do for a living? I'm sure that you uh, have, have some water cooler gossip every now and then, whatever it is you do about your job and or industry. I'm sure you do. And the fact that you took time to write an email. There you go. Shows you pay attention. That's all I care about. Thank you very much. Uh, 877-867-1670. This is uh, from Mark who said, uh, missed you last night at the Wisconsin State Fair Park at Wednesday Night Live. Where were you? Uh, there for a brief period of time. And uh, then I ended up taking off. I was, I, you know, I got on the road yesterday, and it was just crazy. It was really, really busy yesterday. Um, had a lot of, I've, I've had a lot of work to do regarding the motorcycle ride. So uh, I just did not get the opportunity to stay as long as I wanted to last night. You're right. I was there. I sat down at Goose Island for a little bit, had a small cigar, talked to a few friends. Uh, Madison County, which they're just fantastic, just fantastic. Uh, but I didn't get a chance to stay as long as I wanted to. So I apologize for those that uh, were looking for me. I apologize. But I was out of there probably about 8 o'clock, 8.30 at the latest last night. Could not hang around. Um, Max says, uh, the match didn't give me much of anything. It just allowed me to see Aaron Rodgers' man bun and dislike it even more. He can't even tuck it under a hat. Thank you very much. There was a lot made about the man. I have stopped talking about it because it's not going to change. Because originally it was, wasn't it for Ben? Wasn't it like for a, uh, a Halloween party or something like that? Yeah, last year. It was going to be for a Halloween party, and that's what he wanted it for. And we just kind of figured it was going to be going away after that, and he kept it. So he's keeping a long hair. It is what it is. I'm not going not gonna to worry about it. <laughs> just... If that's the worst thing that comes of last night is that the man bun is still around, then I guess it was not a bad night overall, you know, not a bad night overall. Um, and then this one is from uh, Gary. Gary says, uh, hey, guys, 100 uh, percent agree. It was a disappointing road trip for the Milwaukee Brewers, especially against the Cubs. While I hate the Cubs, the Brewers had numerous opportunities to beat them and let them slip away when it comes to the match. It was boring, and he's got B-O-O-O-O-O-O-R-I-N-G. It was boring. Um, I expected more and more competitiveness. Can you imagine if Favre was playing in that? That's the guy they should get. 
figure somebody up to figure somebody out to pair up with Favre next year and let Favre play against Brady and Rogers with his playing partner, because you know they will be out cutthroat type of golf to get them. That would be I'd go for that. Well, I'd go for that. Got to be careful with the charity stuff. But the golf would work. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, the golf would work. But where, where would the money go? <laughs> Get it? Um. Yeah, right. That yeah, you want to stay away from that. That's that's not a that's not a good one right now. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. You got something to say? How did you like the match last night? Are you like many? Found it boring, or did you find something in there last night that was that was worth your while? Or uh, if you want to be in 100% honesty, did you even watch it after the first five minutes? Did you stay tuned after the first five minutes? Because there was a lot of people that went, okay, this is dumb. I'm turning it off. I wonder if the ratings were down last night, if they'll do it again. you got to assume they would, right? Well, my hope was the ratings would be bad for this one, so then they go back to actually having real golfers play. Like, I like the celebrities, but pair them with a guy who's a real golfer. I like right. the Tiger and Phil or even Phil and Bryson. I, um, yeah, I, I want to see if they're going to do just the celebrities, I want to see other celebrities. You know, I, I mean, like last night, who would you pair up? A, I, 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 Patrick Mahomes was out of his element. Josh Allen, he's a little more in his element, a more, little more of a, a etiquette-style golfer, you know? Rodgers and Brady, they kind of the two guys that rule the roost. Brady can do what he wants, but he's humble about it. Rodgers, he's up on that pedestal. So those are the two guys that rule the roost. So who else, Who? what other couple would you like to see play Brady and Rodgers if indeed they do this again? Other than pairing them up with professionals, who would you like to see them play against? That might be the better question. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Last night, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network and a Wednesday Night Live. Always up and running all throughout the, the summer season, which now it's in full swing again. Last night, really, really good crowd. It was beautiful weather. After all the predictions of uh, what possibly could be rain, it was perfect. It was like 71 degrees last night and stunning blue skies down there it was a perfect night for music under the stars and that's exactly what you got back at it again next wednesday night and it's all brought to you by our friends at bud light the official beer sponsor of the bill michael sports talk network stay tuned we've got more right after this Ready? this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network he began the day with a birdie at the first from about this distance and he can close the door here on number 12. Oh, my. And he just oh my. Yes, sir. Oh, my. Let's go, baby. Woo! I'm just having a good time out here with Tom. I'm just having a good time with Tom. I'm just having a good time with Tom here. You know, Tom's hanging out with me. I'm hanging out with Tom. Tom's a good dude. I like hanging out with Tom. There you go. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers draining the putt, giving them uh, the win last night. He and Brady in the match. This portion of the program brought to you by uh, a terrific group of people um, that have joined us now uh, down at Great Lakes Dragway. GreatLakesDragway.com. And if you are looking to uh, check out some good drag racing action, how about this, though? 
you and a bunch of your friends get together, head down to Great Lakes Dragway anytime during the week. And uh, you can you can basically rent the track for a couple of hours or for an entire day. Go down there and uh, run your own vehicles. Not a bad way to go. Go to greatlakesdragaway.com. That's greatlakesdragaway.com. They're taking applications. They've got season passes available. You can run your own vehicle. And they are big supporters of the Fisher House. And all you got to do is, again, go to greatlakesdragaway.com or drag away or go 262 262- 878-3783, 262-878-3783. That's Great Lakes Dragway. And they just read the detract down there. Uh, I was just down there because a couple of weeks ago. And completely, they took that track. Ben, are you familiar with Great Lakes Dragway at all? No. Okay, Great Lakes Dragway has been around for you. This goes back to the years of Big Daddy Dan Gar- Don Garlitz and the big dragsters of the uh, of the era from long days gone by. And it goes back to like the 40s and the 50s, 50s and 60s, I think, more so than anything. They took the track after years and years and years of getting it re-asphalted. They ground it all the way down to start over, and they completely put in a new track last year, and they took it all the way down to the original asphalt from 19 in the 1950s, gutted it, and then redid it. And the track is like world-class now they just redid the whole thing so if you're looking for a true testament to what it is your motorcycle or your car can do and get a hold of great lakes dragway go down there that's a neat deal i mean it's older it's a little antiquated but it's a really cool place historic place and uh really neat uh been around a long time but they've been uh, they do a lot down there they do a, a lot of different events and festivals and stuff too so great lakes dragway there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. What was your reaction last night to the match? The match. Um, the uh, Chris writes over on Twitter. He says, enjoyed it. Uh, all NFL quarterbacks, entertaining commentary, decent golf, beautiful course, fun watch. Dan hits us up, says Mahomes versus Rodgers and Brady. Aside from Allen's almost miracle putt at the end, it was two versus one the entire time. Uh, Photog HOF says, I love the match, but then again, I was drunk. (laughs) Uh, Charles says, uh, the match was okay. Uh, nothing there to nosh on. Uh, this is from, uh, the Chicago outsider. He says, uh, Rogers still owns it. He owns us. He owns the course. He owns Mahomes. Uh, well, I don't think he owns Mahomes. But he, he ended up sinking the putt that won the match. But there you go. Uh, and Nick writes, uh, didn't find it very entertaining. Kind of boring golf, bad play, much like myself. And if I want to see bad golf, I'll go to my Monday Night League. Thank you very much. Okay. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. There you go. Um... Joe says, I thought it was pretty funny, actually. Uh, lots of ribbing. And uh, Chuck and JJ made me laugh. Now, Charles Barkley is funny. He's legitimately in that delivery. There's something about if 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 people said, there's comedians that are like this, too, that if something that was said by one comedian came out of the mouth of another comedian or another person, it wouldn't be funny. But because it comes out of that particular person, that particular body, that particular look, in that speak... It's funny. Charles Barkley is just this naturally goofy kind of guy. 
He was a hell of a player and very tenacious, but then became kind of the round mound of sound, so to speak, and became very, very self-deprecating, which I think makes a lot of people comfortable with watching Charles Barkley. And he's been brutally honest at times. But a lot of things that he says just come off as funny. And he was that way. He was that way. Bethany says, didn't watch, didn't care. Scott said, I feel okay uh, about the 6-5 and five road trip with the uh, Brewers and a banged-up team. See, I don't. I don't. And here's the reason. is because they had shots at going 8-3. and three. Numerous. And they blew it. When you, I, I, for years, I have been this guy. And I know it's a pain in the ass, and I know people don't want to hear it because they always want And I say it. It's a long season. Baseball is a marathon. It's not a sprint. But, damn it, when you get down to games that you should win, you can't piss them away in March, April, May, or June. Because in August and September, they count. And you can't just go, ah, it's a long season. We're good. You can't do that. Think about where your lead would be right now. You'd be... Well, you'd be minimal four games up. You'd still be four games up. You'd be, what, 14, 15 games over 500. And you would still have that firm grasp through adversity on the central. Now, you still do. You're up a couple of games. But you've you you've figured out ways to lose. And good teams, championship teams, don't do that consistently. And that's the reason I think it was a bad road trip. Don't the, the record is not indicative of the road trip. That's the problem. Nine times out of ten, I'll tell you, you are what your record says you are. But the Brewers played better baseball, and then they played poor baseball, and they played down the competition, and you can't do that. They're a better baseball team than that. They've got better depth than that. Um. Uh. Well, Mike is a Cubs fan. He says, aha, fly the W for the last two games, Bill, not the L. I, hey, I agree. Kudos to you, man. Cubs figured out ways to win. Um, this one uh, from Merlin says, yesterday's loss directly on Craig Council and or Lorenzo Cain. In a middle inning, Preston, a leadoff double. So with zero outs and a man on second base, instead of having Cain bunt him over to third, which would have then put Peterson on third with just one out, Kane hits a one-hopper back to the pitcher, and Peterson had to stay on second. Wong then came into the plate, hit a fly ball deep enough that would have normally scored Peterson had he been on third. You lose by one run in an extra inning game. Poor management loses that game. Frustrating. There you go. I agree. Uh, Josh says, the most golf I ever watched, good time seeing the ball go where I would hit it, which was into the crowd. Uh, and Fred says, I don't know if you saw this, Ben. Fred says on the uh, Bud Light live stream, he said, look, if I want to watch bad golf, I'll go watch Ben Kenny play. Yeah, that's <laughs> wildly unnecessary. That's a shot to the solar plexus right there. I don't care who you are. Not wrong. Yeah. I was amazed <laughs> at how close the crowd would stand to those shots, knowing if I was hitting them, knowing the crowd is right there, it is mm-hmm. stone shanking into someone 10 out of 10 times. It is nerve-wracking. Uh, I used to play, years ago, they had the Lombardi Golf Classic. I don't even know if they do it anymore. Uh, but the Lombardi Golf Classic, and that was back in the days when Bart Starr was playing, and you had all, I mean, the who's who of Wisconsin, 
Uh, Barry Alvarez was playing in it, and and you know it was just every even stars. Uh, you know, uh, some some Hollywood stars, ESPN guys were there. I mean, it was it was a who's who, and you would get paired up to play either in a media group or play with some of these guys. And I remember the one year it was just they had ever on on the first tee box it was lined probably a good fifty yards down the fairway and pretty close. And you know, if you shank one, you're killing somebody. Uh, it, it's it's nerve wracking. Now, these guys are used to being in front of crowds, but they're used to being in front of crowds in their own element. So you got to put that into it a little bit, the fact that they're out of their element. Then again, they probably play in some, so many of these celebrity pro-ams that they're used to it, but, man, it is nerve-wracking to have that many people crowded around a tee box and hoping you know, you don't club somebody. Now, when you're out in the fairway, fans aren't on the fairway, so you've got a good 30, 50, 75 yards of space. But around the tee box, woof, yeah, that's that. that uh, you, you bite your nails a little bit, hoping to God you don't hit anybody. So you really, really, really got to concentrate. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. What'd you think of the match last night? What'd you think of the Brewers road trip? We're going to hear more out of Packers OTAs coming up today. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Bill Michael show. Enjoying the day. Beautiful day today. Looks like the weather, the weather. Pray for good weather this weekend. I know it looks like it's going to be soggy and the forecasts are kind of crappy, but uh, two great charity motorcycle rides coming up this weekend. Uh, one is for all my friends. Uh, all my friends is a group that, uh, and you can find them over on Facebook, but uh, they are a group that. Uh, they raise money for sensory rooms and playgrounds and such for kids with autism and some learning disabilities. And they do some really, really great work. We're going to be there on Saturday. It starts at a place up north, uh, just, uh, well, I shouldn't say up north, but west of, she- north from where I live, west of Sheboygan at a place called Fudgy Knuckles. <laughs> Fudgy Knuckles. So uh, going to be there on Saturday. And then on Sunday... Uh, the ride, it's the Hogs for Heroes ride, and it starts at Sloppy Joe's, and breakfast and such begins uh, early on in the day, and then I think the ride leaves uh, 10.30-ish, and uh, riders meeting and such, and then uh, it ends up back at Smoke on the Water, where they have a big tent and a big festival and such going on, and that's on Sunday. So All My Friends ride is on Saturday. And uh, the Hogs for Heroes ride, where they're actually going to give away a uh, motorcycle to a veteran, um, which is fantastic. But uh, they're going to give that away on Sunday. So two really worthy causes. And if you have a chance to get out and ride this weekend and, you know, knock on wood, the weather's going to be okay, uh, even though it's not looking great. But uh, get out and and support those uh, two tremendous events. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670, 1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Um, so if you're going to put uh, the golf tournament together and you're going to put another set of players against, say, Brady and Rogers, um, 
Ben, what would you think of Michael Jordan and Brett Favre? I like that. I think Jordan would be a good showman for this. I think Favre would, would as be, well. Jordan would be cutthroat. Two guys that want to win at all cost. I think that'd be great. Brandon, you get uh, you get the cigar of the day, man. That that would be a great that would be must see TV. And I think must see TV probably for because of Jordan. Because he doesn't do a lot of those things. The only other way it could be even better is if it would be, say, um, Rodgers and Brady and put Scottie Pippen with Michael Jordan. Or you split up Rodgers and Brady. Rodgers and Jordan, Brady and Pippen. Or vice versa. How about that? That'd be cool. You start doing stuff like that. That'd be great. Because you never know. Then you start seeing throwdowns on the on the golf course. I'd go along with that. Uh, 877-1670, Patty, uh, P-A-D-D-Y, Patty writes uh, in the email inbox, says, uh, hey, Bill, loved it last night. Love getting a glimpse inside the lives of these guys, listening to a little bit of behind the scenes and watching them play as badly as I do at times. Yes, they are human. They're not just gods in the football field. They're human everywhere else. That was cool. That's from Patty. I guess when I said to me it was kind of boring, there wasn't a lot of like for stuff for today, for the show, things to talk about. When you're when you're wanting to hear about you know OTAs, or you're wanting to hear about your team, or you're wanting to hear about acquisitions, or whatever, you know. All of that kind of stuff, that is, that's what I'm talking about in the world of boring. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, um, you know, just s- dumb stories and bad golf and all that kind. Of, I'm not that. I'm not talking about. I'm just talking about in the in the sense of what did you get out of it? I think the world was hoping Rogers would say something like, "Yeah, it's probably my last year," or "Nope, I got three more year, three more years left." Or, you know, hey, I'm looking forward. I've been talking to Sammy Watkins, and him and I are on the same page on this. Or, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. That's, you know, kind of what you're looking for. Tom Brady, you know, to talk a little bit about his team. Or maybe all the rumors about Bruce Arians and he not getting along. Something like that. The loss of Tariq Hill out of Kansas City. Does Patrick Mahomes discuss that? Or Josh Allen say, hey, I've got guys wanting to come and play with me. You guys are losing guys. Gronk isn't back. Tariq Hill wanted to leave. Adams left. Me? I got guys wanting to come and play with me. Uh, You know, something. But uh, we didn't get that. It's only disappointing because this is what we do for a a living. Other than that, no. It was was watchable. It was watchable. I did watch, uh, I will say this. I did watch it. I was flipping back and forth. I was watching a Brewers game. I was flipping back and forth. I was talking to some friends um, and such. But I, I got home in time because I DVR'd it just in case I stayed at Wednesday Night Live for a long period of time. So I DVR'd it. So I got home in time to catch the remainder of it. And then I went back and watched the beginning. 877-867-1670. Brian says Aaron Rodgers was clutch. Clutch. Um. John says, here's to hoping that Rodgers gets that much personal satisfaction from winning a playoff performance this year. Ooh, a veiled shot, John. A veiled shot. I like it. 
I, I hope you're right. I hope he does get that much satisfaction out of a playoff win. We're hoping to see the Packers get a playoff win. Uh, the Skeptical Giant says, uh, coming up tonight, you've got Boston and Golden State. Who you got in a series unit? Well, this was a topic of discussion. And I told you this uh, yesterday, but uh, as you know, Kristen is from the East Coast. She's from Rhode Island, but grew up a Celtics fan. She is rooting for the Celtics. Uh, the fact that we have seen Golden State there six times in the last eight finals. A little boring, but you're talking about the realm of dynasty, I think, right? Uh, now, they haven't won six like Jordan has, but they've been there, and they continue to play good basketball. And in today's day and age, with powers ha- players having a lot of power and being able to move around, not always the easiest thing to do. So give them a lot of credit for what Steve Kerr and that uh, group out there has put together around Steph Curry. Um, but we also have a couple of players playing tonight that are from right here in our own backyard when you talk about Wisconsinites, right? So I think tonight, you know, when you look at – because Steph Curry's, Steph Curry's a likable guy. And then you got Jordan Poole and Looney, both of those guys originally from Milwaukee, from right here in our own backyard. So you're kind of pulling in that that regard, you know? But uh, but the house is somewhat divided. Me, I really don't have a rooting interest. I, I want to see Jordan Poole do well. I want to see Looney do well. I like Steph Curry. I think he's a genuine, likable, sellable, bankable superstar. Um, I really got tired of Marcus Smart and the flopping and the Boston Celtics and the bitching and the whining and the moaning with all the calls that they felt did not go against or did not go for them, but rather against them or were non-calls. I got tired of it. So coming out of the East, I should be rooting for the East because the team that beat the Bucks, you ultimately want to say, okay, that was the best team they went on to win a championship. I just don't think I can do that. I think my gut is going to tell me once the game gets underway that if I do have a rooting interest, it's probably going to fall in favor of of Golden State. And I said from the beginning, if I want to go back to my, you know, the logical side of things, I said, I don't know how anybody beats Golden State when they're at full strength because they just, they just had it going on. They just had it. I mean, they just got the ability. They can score from the outside uh, between Clay Thompson and Wiggins has been playing extremely well this season. Draymond Green, obviously, uh, give you the, the, quote, dirty work on the inside. And then with Jordan Poole and Looney and company, that, that they, they get such a decent rotation. And I know that Porter is uh, day-to-day because Gary Payton's out. Porter's day-to-day in this one. Iguodala, uh, Andre Iguodala's out too. So um, I know they're a little bit banged up, but I still think they can win, especially if they're hitting. I, I just I, I think they can win. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, give us a shout. So uh, I talked a little bit about the Brewers and about this road trip, losing to the Cubs the last couple of games, losing ground to the Cardinals last couple of games, two games up in the division now. They're doing it. They're getting it done. I understand that. They're a little bit nicked up. But coming back after this road trip at 6-5, and five, uh, don't like it. Don't like it. I, I think they they let a couple get away that they shouldn't have. And I don't know about you, but I stated before, I'll state it again. I value every game. You can't say it's a long season, no big deal in this particular realm when it comes to wins and losses. Because if you lose the division by a game, these are the two games you're going to look back on and go, we pissed them away. No reason to do that. 
And this team, at times, when I just think they're starting to put the pedal to the floor and they're starting to understand what it is to be clutch, then you let a couple of games like this get away. And it's just in just some bad, bad moves. I'm not going to blame it on Bunning. I'm not going to blame it on the little things, but I am. Sometimes when you don't do the little things, it can come back to bite you. And if you don't do the little things well all the time, it can come back to bite you. Then how can you be prepared to do the little things come the postseason when you really, truly, genuinely need in some way, shape, or form to either one, play better defense, or two, manufacture a run? If you're not going to do it in the regular season, what chance do you possibly have to do things in the postseason where you have faltered and struggled over the last few years to score runs, to move runners? Last night was an example of that. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. This past weekend had the privilege of going up and seeing the gang, Jake and Chris and Melissa at Forgotten Fire Winery. And, uh, my God, did we have a good time. Good time. As a matter of fact, tonight uh, might be one of those sit-on-the-patio nights and uh, open up one of those bottles of wine. Maybe a good cigar. But uh, Forgotten Fire Winery, they are not pretentious. They are not snooty. If you like uh, ice in your wine, put it. If you like it, uh, you know, with reds with red meat, go ahead. If you like white with fish, go ahead. If you like something like 7-Up in your wine, put it in there. They don't care. They've won awards. They, they're they like, look, eh, you know, big deal. But they just make wine for you to enjoy. And there's nothing wrong with that. Whether it's a $200 bottle of wine or a $20 bottle of wine or a $5 bottle of wine, it doesn't matter. They just they just want you to enjoy their stuff. Forgotten Fire Winery right here in our own state in Peshtigo, Wisconsin. Go to ForgottenFireWinery.com. And if you do not see it, if you do not see it on the store shelves, or whether it's at a grocery store or a liquor store, ask for it. Wine stores as well, ask for it. And uh, they'll make sure they find it for you. But uh, it's at most stores. So make sure you look for it. ForgottenFireWinery.com. That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. By the way, thanks to everybody that came down, uh, whether it's from Peshtigo or from Green Bay or coming down from Menominee or Marinette to to say hello. We had numerous people that were at the winery over the weekend because we said we'd be there. And it was such a pleasure meeting everybody and saying hi to some familiar faces again. So thanks so much for coming by. That's Forgotten Fire Winery. Um. The uh, now this is from uh, this is from Max. Max says, "Longtime baseball fan, why is Craig Council so afraid to do the little things? I know bunting isn't the best choice in the world, but why are they so afraid to just move a runner over, especially with a guy like Lorenzo Cain who is struggling so bad at the plate? Are they hoping that he is going to get a hit and that is going to jumpstart his offensive prowess this year?" Or do you think that they are just afraid because these guys are so fundamentally inept they can't lay down something as easy as a bunt? That's from Max, hashtag frustrated Brewers fan. Uh, Max, that's, you know, they do it. They, they've done it where they've hit behind runners. They've had hit and run going on. They, they've, they've laid down a bunt earlier this year. It's not like they won't. I just... I think that there is this 
the, the, the analytics, and I know people roll their eyes when they, when I say this, but the analytics will tell you to let guys hit, to just do it. Just, just go swing the bat and let the chips fall where they may. And more often than not, analytically, if there was an analytic, uh, that out there that said, if you drop a bunt down, you're going to score. 72.8% 72.8% of the time. You will advance a runner, and that following batter will then bring that runner in. That's that's what you hope for. That's what the, they would be doing it. There has to be an analytic that says, yeah, this is very, very high risk, low reward, and it just it doesn't pay off that often. So I, that's the only thing I can think of. Otherwise, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. Um, Jacob says, I still like Lorenzo Cain, but his hitting and offense has been has not been good this year with the Brewers. I think uh, they don't resign him. No, they're not going to resign him. He, he's even talked about this possibly being it. No, you're not bringing him back. So what is the uh, what is the numbers that you uh, that you apply here, Ben? So Keith Law. He, I believe he's still with ESPN, but yeah. longtime baseball writer, wrote a book called Smart Baseball a couple years ago. And a bunch of the chapters had to do with how we as fans look at numbers. Like, we shouldn't look at a pitcher's season and say, oh, he went 11 and 10. And that means he had a bad year because you, you saw what Burns does. And, uh, like, Cy Youngs have been given to guys that win 20 games even though they have bad seasons. So things along those lines. But he writes that... Uh, with a man on first base and no outs, an MOB team's probability of scoring at least one run in that inning in 2015 was .499, so 50-50 with a man mm-hmm. on first and no outs. Pushing that guy up to second in exchange for an out reduced those odds to 44%. So he has a bunch of those kind of examples where if there's a man on second and nobody out, pushing him to third with one out also does the same thing to the uh, chances of scoring a run. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, that, that's what I'm saying. So not only does the bunt reduce your opportunity, it then also reduces the opportunity for additional runs is what he's saying. Yeah, but both. you see, here's, here's my issue with that. When you're late in a ball game and you need a run, I, I think there it, it, it has to change the dynamic of those numbers. You know what I mean? I think that's when you look at it differently. If I'm doing it in the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh inning, that's one thing. If I'm doing it in the eighth or ninth, it's different. And that's that's the only thing where I can argue because I don't I, and I don't have any analytics in front of me. That's the only area that I would argue that you're playing for a run not a multitude of runs. If it works out that way, great, but you're playing for the lead, especially when you have the best closer in baseball, right? Yeah, so I he does bring up numbers that say uh, the expected runs, meaning how many you could score in the inning, but also the percentage of scoring any in terms okay. of... I like I, I subscribe to some of it. I, I think if you have a pitcher at bat or Lorenzo Kane, you should definitely bunt because he hasn't been delivering at the plate. But it's more of an argument of when you have above-average hitters, right. using them to bunt is actually hurting your chances. And 
see, that's that's the point of this, though. When you've got a hitter like Lorenzo Cain, and he comes to the plate, and you are struggling so bad, do you then tell Lorenzo Cain, drop it down, man. Drop it down. Which I think is a legitimate argument. But for the most part, I agree. Where this, where the analytics will tell you, bunting is not necessarily the answer. But sometimes you play with your gut, and you just say, "We just need a run. We got to get to the best closer in baseball. Got to get to that run." Got one hour down. We got what? Three more yet to go. Good day today. Beautiful day today. Hanging out. I'm Bill Michaels. Ben Kenny producing. Stay tuned. We got a lot more coming up right after this. The Bill Michaels Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.